West West Show. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip. <laughs> yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Empty Out the Clip. I'm your host, Cams, and here's the brothers. Down for another week of uh, podcast here on Empty Out the Clip. Avs, what's up, man? What's up? What's cracking? Oh, good, oh, good. And Lady, what's up, brother? What's good? What's good, man? Olipese, Olipese, Olipese. You know what it is. You know what it is. Yeah. Now, before we get into <laughs> our brother over there in uh, New South Wales. I know he's my brother, I don't know about you guys, but uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just start with some uh, some shout outs before we get into what you guys did this weekend or th- this week. So, oh, yeah, um, just uh, first of all, I'll just give a big um shout out to all my family, um, they uh, for my cousin that passed away uh, recently, um, got to meet um. Some family members I haven't met in a long, long time, man, years. And it's pretty sad we had to talk about it. We need to do this more often instead of, you know, meeting up for, like, birthdays or funerals, you know. Um, yeah, I met a lot of my cousins, and then uh, there were cousins that um, that I've never met, you know. Mm. And then um, um, I was asking, my, you know, my dad, hey, who's that? Who's the, who's the one speaking, you know? Um, yeah, oh, he's your cousin. That's your, yeah. It's just good. Um, it's a sad occasion, but yeah, just shout out to all my family. Um, my cousin Malama too, who held it down. Uh, Tono's sister, uh, older sister. Um, she was the I think the rock of the family. She held everything down. Um, so yeah, be good to catch up with my cousin before she heads back to Australia. Yeah, now that yeah, shout out to my family. Yeah, nice. Rest in peace to our also too. He's one of the KB. From I think it was like ninety ninety nine, I think, two thousand. Um yeah, my shout to like the brilliant stuff at um the greatest hind- uh intermediate in this universe. <laughs> you know what it is, HIS. I, I don't um yeah, it was just I was blown away by Miss T's um um Tony's um speech that she gave um on the Pacifica Awards and that. And surprisingly my daughter got some awards. We were expecting a fair fear night. But they handed us some Pacific Awards. Nice. But I was just listening to T's um, explanation of how far education has come since we were probably all at Intermediate. Yeah. And that's going oh, back, what, you need like 10 years ago, eh? <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> five years ago. Yeah. So shout out to them, um, Mr. and Mrs. Masi on staff, Mr. Toko, and even Mr. Talamahina, and to um, Fire Hannah. Like, the stuff he's are doing, especially for our kids, is superb, man. It's like, you know, we can all sort of say, oh, you know, it's a, it's all on the kids. But, like, without that support within the school, like, for Pacifica kids to come out of their shells and, like, own the, you know, own their space. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to see. But, yeah, man, shout out to her. And man, love for her. Like, I had to do that. Yo! You know, just to let everyone know, like, the times have changed, you know. Yeah. They they created a curriculum where it was just predominantly for Palangi kids. And nothing no. that any of the Pacifica kids could relate to. And years later, like, they've got a, you know, program in the school now. That these kids can aspire to, so that's why I'm always like, man, mad love to this Fayangazi for holding it down, nice. the greatest intermediate in this world. So yeah, <laughs> thank you. I just want to give a shout out to um, my guest that came over the week, <clears throat> back on the one three five. Uh, Salo, um, 
DJ Jax. Thanks for coming on, bro. And man, it was a good convo because there have there's been convos we've had I've had on the back of my five where it can just go on and on and on, you know, and it's it's not really planned. And and this one went for like straight three hours, you know, and. I didn't expect to go three hours, but I think it was just just how the conversation was flowing, and and this is the type of thing I always look for, eh? like like um, a, a conversation flow, and yeah, it's it's always different every episode because you don't know where things go, and you know you don't know what's going to happen in that, but that's the the beauty of it for for me anyway, like having those having those moments. So yeah, man. That's me. Shah Salah. So this is why I'm wearing the tics. I'm representing the tics <laughs> on behalf of my nephew. See, like, his, his dad's my first cousin on my mum's um, adopted side. But yeah, bro, it's cool to see him come through because he came through the same route that I went through. And, like, yeah, it's cool, eh? It's cool. Oh, man. Shah, boys, so how, how's the week been? Uh, good. Um, so, uh, challenges finished. Um, uh, Still training. Uh, I lost in eight weeks. I lost fifteen kgs. Um, sure. Proud of that because keep going, man. I was the biggest, <laughs> biggest build ups. <laughs> um, yeah, did yeah, grinded, did that. Um, looking forward to the new the ne- uh, next year, the new challenges. Um, there's some real good ones out there eh, that I want to jump on board. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, no, just same same old training. Yeah. That's good, bro. <laughs> Look at slim moves. Oh, <laughs> oh slim, stop man. it, stop it. <laughs> How's the eating going? I've been eating like shit <laughs> this whole week because, you know, no, um, but um, I was actually, oh, one of my goals was to get under 200, so I got under 200. I uh, weighed myself on Monday. Um, I started at 213, then I weighed myself on Monday, and I was 198. Um, sure. I just I just missed out. Uh, there was a, a female that took out the last challenge I was on. Um, yeah, no, but it's good. It's just different, you know. Um, and it's if you if you're um, if you're serious about making change, you know, it's there's no one else that's gonna do it. You got to do it for yourself, you know. And that's what I learned during this these challenges. Like um, I used to be the worst. Like I'd have a mean as hard hard out session. And then I'll go straight to the the bakery, you know. No, every time. Well, wait, wait for um, go get the scallops down the road after you know uh, evening session, you know. Just little, yeah, little changes, and and now that I can see it, and it, yeah, it actually works, you know, by just changing what you, you know, put in your body. Yeah. Facts, bro. Facts. Eh? <laughs> Still got a long way to go, though. Can't you know, I'll train a bad diet, oh. No, yeah. From a bit of. Uh Listening to um, David Coggins and <laughs> you'll be fine, bro. Yeah, hard, hard. <laughs> That's awesome, Moose. How about you, Let's? How was your week? Oh, bro, talk about busy, bro. Like my family. Oh my gosh. Oh, um, man. Was it? Shout out to Mr. Kaiser Tiri Moana, primary man, and uh, to all the parents too, eh, that showed up for the kids' graduation. Uh, Mr. Kaiser summed it up as a pass of passing of passage, like for kids. You know, he said these are there are milestones in your life, especially the, the kids' one, like going to kindy then going to primary but he said that transition into intermediate he said like you know not many kids can stay at one school because now a lot of you know the times have changed people are moving different neighborhoods and that but yeah the bulk of that year have done kindy all the way up 
to primary now. So there's only a handful of them going now through the innocence media. So that was a beautiful way, like just to hear those words. It's sort of like people get caught up from their work, they forget. It's like, bro, take the time off to go and see these sort of events. Because I was tired, like I hadn't had to sleep. But my wife was like, uh, you need to get up and go. We got to do these lorry legs. And my head was like, well, I thought it was just primary. But when we got there, it was oh, beautiful man. to see, man. Yeah. Because they do the comparison, like when they first started to where they are now. Nice. They put their photos up and they call their classes out. They get the awards, you know. And that's the time you sort of see, okay, you give your kids a lay. Because that's it, eh? Like, there's no more baby anymore. It's immediate. Like, that's the, <laughs> I don't know, do the fuck girl. You know, I want to sit in the car while you go do that. So that happened. And it was good to see other kids. Like, all the Pacifica kids, they acknowledge it. Eh? Because it's not like a big number of kids at the school that are predominantly PI. But um, now it's just good to see, like, the parents there. Like, one lady, she did a haka for one of her kids. Hey, oh. Holy oh nice. Because I was sitting there for like a sea of just saying nine kids. Yeah. You know, and to see that, it's like, bro, that's beautiful, man. And then there was a nana who got up and she did her, her grandkid. But even that man made me cry. I was like, fuck, that's, you know, yeah. that kid's going to remember that forever, you know. And so was all the other PI prints, you know. It's like, bro, you wish we get to that age to be able to do it for one of your grandkids, you know. Yeah. So now nah, shout out to all the parents that showed face, man, because, yeah, there's a lifestyle, you know, life, lifetime um, memories that you'll be with you forever, eh? So, nah, that was good. And my son had his uh, ball, first ball. Yeah, man, that's sort of like, you know. I, I to, be honest, to be honest, to sum that up, if like, if heaven was a place on earth, it would have been in that space, man, because all these kids are special kids. Yeah. Priceless. But it was just like, because we got the invite to go. And it was like, my wife was like, oh, how are you? We're going, you know. And it was like probably maybe a handful of other parents that were there with their kids. But it was just cool, cool, eh? Oh. Cool to see my boy in the zone. Yeah. Because he's a fierce guy, like, this guy's in love with <laughs> Korean dance. You oh, yeah, he's like, sure. K-pop. K-pop, right. <laughs> so, yeah, him and his two boys was like, uh, can these guys just go dance with some girls already? But nah, they're just oh. like, oh, when you're ready to dance, they go dance together. Like, yeah, busy week, eh? So how you feeling as a dad, man? Because, like, like you said, man, they not, they're not babies anymore. You know, oh, that's a sign man. of the times. Yeah, eh? nah, this was, <laughs> it's like, showing my AJ, like, I caught up with my boys today. Like, I always, always want to make sure we catch up every year because the kids are getting older. So I said, because oh, when my bro lost his nan, I was like, oh man, you know, we, we got to make sure we catch up. So we caught up out in um, Huya, one of the bro's house. And like, you know, it's like, fuck. So what's the next big milestone? And I was like, sorry, your daughter's 21st. <laughs> but I was like, fuck, that's like two more years, man. Oh, man. So you know, I'll be like, oh, hopefully. So I'm hopefully going to try and fit in a trip to Thailand before her 21st. But yeah, I'm just grateful because I got a SLR camera and on that camera has got so many events like since my kids have been young oh nice and i've got all the boys weddings and yeah so a lot of people that we've lost over the years in their uh, camera yeah so i'm like yeah just trying to take as many polaroid photos as i can just you need know, lock them up and when the kids are old enough to go back through it they oh he took a photo that day because you know, these phones they eh, like you know unless it's yeah. uploaded to a cloud you know but i've got that on sd card too yeah, feeling my age, <laughs> feeling my age, but the so the mind, buck, man. the mind is like, oh, I'm not I'm not that old. <laughs> yeah. Sure, boys. Um, okay, we'll come to our first uh, topic of the evening, um, and this is a topic that is being everywhere on social media right now. It's trending. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! <laughs> and you know if you if you listen to our hints in the beginning of this podcast we're talking about the Jerome Luai best man speech at Brian Toto's wedding now 
Now, I don't know about um, speeches and that, best man speeches, but I know there's going to be some some banter in it, right? Or if, if the best man is drunk enough, he's going to reveal some things he wasn't supposed to reveal. That's happened. That's not a uh, that's thing that happens, right? Yeah, it happens. Well. It happens. Maybe not <clears throat> what we've experienced at all, the winners we've been to, but <laughs> it has been, it has happened. It has happened. You know, so you guys that are listening know about this uh what we what we're talking about i just want to get you guys i mean and let's your guys perspective on on the, on the speech um i'll go first um okay so when i first saw it oh my, like yeah i just thought it was um Le muffs like um the stitch up or the whole speech no when i first saw the, the stitch up I, I thought it was Liam Muffs, but then I saw the whole speech. I'm like, but like was worse. <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking, like he probably thinks he's like in the garage with him and you know, you know the boys and like you know, he. I think, but see, that's um, I think they come bring you can um, bring up the the upbringing, like um, how his family, how he was raised, because. I know for sure, you know, that <laughs> would never have, I would never in a million years, you know, speak yeah. like that, bro. You, you make a valid point, eh? Because also, you know, I spent all weekend on Twitter listening and watching everyone's take on it. it was, but you're right. That, that's, that's one valid point, yeah, eh? Because yeah, for, for example, it was one about kids, eh? Quick for you. Yeah, I just thought it was like muffs, um, but... Yeah, like the way he, like I was saying before, he, you know, it's not like, uh, and see, and, and, and I guess, yeah, the upbringing, how he was raised, because I think if he was, um, how I was raised, you know, they wouldn't, I would never, not even like, I would never even joke like that, you know. I'll probably, like an example also would be like how he, like the, him saying smelly ass, yeah, like um, just use that language in front of ladies, huh? yeah. as, as an example. And um, the adults that were yeah, there too, yeah. you know. Oh, you know, yeah. I just thought it was Lemus, like, but then. But he's got big fools, us. He's got big fools because, <laughs> like you know, we were talking about it last week. Like if he got the like he owned it because he apologized about it. Apologize yeah. Afterwards, uh, so he owned it, but he's like he's got big fools because he said in front of all the parents, <laughs> his mum and dad, and probably some gang members that were there, eh? like, and oh, the FFLs in that. So <laughs> he's got big fools, bro. Yeah, he, he's. I just yeah, I just thought it was Le Muffs. Um but then I was waiting for the oh and um yeah he was FaceTiming this other girl. Oh no, I was sorry. Um, it was my what's her name? Alicia, Moisha or whatever. I'm just pray, you know, I think I think and also like he's young, he's Mimika. Okay. You know. Now let's flip it now. If that was your at your sister's wedding Oh, <laughs> how, nah, but how was the reaction? Because I'll, I'll be sitting oh, on Twitter all weekend getting everyone's take on it. And I've come to my suggestion, my, um, you know, have my take on it. But carry on. Like, what would yeah. you have thought if that was your, your sister's wedding and mm. the, and Luai was the best man doing that speech? I'll probably, um, I'll probably just jump on stage and take him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I, yeah, I just thought it was Le Muffs, you know, uh, but that's my my personal take on it. Like, there's a place in time, you know. This is this is um, Brian's always wedding is gonna be remembered not for the dancing, the entrances, and that. <laughs> yeah, It'll yeah. be you know remembered for 
you know, um, Jerome Lewis comments. Or but would you say like, because like I saw on Twitter and I asked one of my ladies that I always message she in Sunga Magazine and I said to her, would you, but couldn't you honestly say like, that's like Australian our meal? It's Australian yeah. our meal? Because if it was like proper speeches, right? Because there's no podium. All Australian wedding seems to be like, there's no podium. Like you can stand there respectively. Because you could just see when the parents were doing their speeches, like everyone's like talking, eating, laughing. It was like, yeah. there's no sort of like, shut the fuck up and listen. Okay? There was none of that, eh? <laughs> no, no. But then, see what his, his, um, <laughs> what did he say? Yo, 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 yo. What's <laughs> 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 all, I heard, all I remember was, and you know, and um, he has, uh, sometimes I hear noises in the room. And then when he said, you know, like when he goes, yeah, yeah, I can hear him football and whatever. And then I, I saw him grab the mic and he, I think he went like that. Like he don't, like, or he put on his chin like, oh shit, I fucked up, you know. It's just, yeah, I just, what, what's your take on it? Let's. Yeah, my first text was like, what a fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> and so those you don't know, I've told people time and time and they are, they in, they are like, this guy's a fucking grub. And I felt sorry for him. I felt sorry for him listening to that because it was like he might be drunk now, but when when he <laughs> comes when he comes to his, like his Jesus, own, yeah. yeah man, it's like did I just do that? Yeah, but I mean that's not any worse, right? Because all the all the tweets that I was reading, like everyone's like, oh, okay, everyone's chugging in the angonukal. This guy is simply uneducated. Yeah, like simply uneducated. Like there's a time and place. Yeah, and there's a time and place. But then I was like, what does that say about the stitch up the oh no video? But the old guy does his molly mouth. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, what? Okay, okay. <laughs> like, what about that guy? Like, you know? Because that, this is the next big event thing after that. Yeah. On all socials, eh? It was that. But because he was, like, the best man, like, hello, he just came back from the World Cup, so everything he's done before Samoa and then come into the wedding and do that, it was like, that's why he owns that name. Yeah. Because he even said it himself. You know, this guy's the most famous dude. Everyone knows this guy's famous. But everyone hates me and Spencer Lee Neal. So he knows that much. But then to dig his hole, even his grave even deeper, <laughs> he carried on talking me. <laughs> and he goes, oh, fuck. All the pussy, all the pussy. Yeah, yeah. Not for sorry for him, bro. Because that is un- uneducated and, like, stupid. Because now it's like a society, like, as it's like, do we at least owe it to him to, like, say, bro, that's, that's, that's not right. You shouldn't have done that. Yeah, because now you've gone and tainted a wedding, which is supposed to be the highlight, and he's highlighted it even more by talking like an idiot. Yeah, uh, um, the th- the fact that you brought up that like um, it might be you know the Australian way. Yeah, I believe that too because I I, I reckon it's not um, or maybe it is. Uh, like I do notice I was watching a bit of that um Bender yarns. Like yeah, um, and the way they talk. Yeah, and it's 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 like sort of no filter, but I mean, it's my pee, bro. Yeah, like it's no, you know, like yeah, like they're young, and but then I look yeah, at I, I look at that sort of behavior like this. If my the father's in Australia and my daughter brought a guy home and he was like going, "Oh fuck off, what's he gonna do?" If he said that in my presence, he was already against <laughs> the floor. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know whether it's the way I've been brought up or the way we sort of cope yeah. like say oh, that's that's not normal. Like, bro, they never let someone talk like that in your space. Like, that's yeah, that's a stupid. Eh? But it's uneducated. That's what it is. Yeah, 
Oh, what's your take on the games? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you guys with the um, educated thing and the way they brought up. Because, um, you know, it's no surprise to me if you go to any Australian Balangi wedding, they're all like that. They'll, they'll, yeah. They won't be surprised that they, they'll do that. They'll say yeah. that. It'll be a laugh. Yeah. It'll be funny for everybody, you know. Because I think that's them, man. Yeah, it is, eh? But they're growing up in that same environment. But, but you know, talking about how... how because I noticed on the speech, um, Jerome, he he's not that good at speaking someone, eh? No. From no. that, from, yeah. from what I heard. Because that's the first time I ever knew. Because the whole thing throughout the World Cup was um, Joseph Swali not knowing his someone inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I never knew, I never thought that Jerome will be one of them Yeah, as this well. is highlighted that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's it's like, just highlighted that. His, the Ngana is foreign yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, big time. Yeah, but it's it's more than just the language. It's how you, how you are, how you act. Yeah. And how, how you, you know, hold yourself. How yeah. you hold yourself, you know? Yeah. So, it seems to me he's got he's got none of that. Mm, you know? Uh, <laughs> and, and that what came out through that speech. Yeah, very uh. hard. Like, he acknowledged the bridal party. As as a best man should, he always acknowledge the bridal party. You girls look beautiful, and then he acknowledged that um, Brian's wife held it down, you know, trying to put everything together while they were away. Like he did that, <laughs> but he was like the oh fuck. Gary, what was he like that in front of the woman's mind? <laughs> Remember, Jake, you seen the the scene on Jake the Must? Uh, what's it? What's your words? Hey, eh? yeah, stop talking about that in front of the fucking woman. <laughs> Someone should have did that to him. Yeah, but then it's a wedding, you know. I noticed he um he brought up like he I think that's my he see something like that's my nigga or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, <laughs> you know, straight up, eh? Yeah, like, nah, that's yeah, um. Might be and you yeah, might be and you let muffs, bro. But but you're right. You you're right when you brought up the um the bindi yarns because that's exactly the type of yeah the energy style, eh? that yeah the, how thing, they eh? talk yeah especially the episode when Lisi was on because they were they were talking about Samoan like yeah. backwards and they were Straight sort up. of putting yep. it down even though you know the Samoans they're laughing at it but that's because the way they're brought up in Australia is different right? yeah and yeah. I think this is the next generation where it's going. Because if we think about it, our parents came from the islands, so we're brought up under their wing. So it depends on the next next two generations after that. Like if we're if the next generation's grown up in New Zealand ways and moved to Australia, and then you know there's no the I think the culture gets less and less. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. I think get, every generation that goes goes by, it just gets less and less, and it's also added to when when we marry different cultures, different cultures as well. You know. Um. What I um what I did notice oh, about uh gen- different generations. So um I didn't notice this was you know first time I, I've ever seen it. So my cousin's funeral because he's um part of um the Bloods gang or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the soup. <laughs> yeah, so um some of them came up and like um it was um foreign to me. They would like when they would come shake their hands. Oh. They'll, yeah, they do oh, the yeah. the what yeah the handshake whatever. You know, up up on the you know, and then um, I think some a couple of them you know said us uh, you know see uh we see on the other side blood you know things like that you know yeah. like I've never seen that before that was that was different for me and um seeing um and I think his partner his girlfriend was a blood too because she you know um she was saying uh so till we you know till I see you or whatever you know 
um, that was different. See, and that's and their younger generation, you know. I I think back in the like ten years ago, I I didn't think anyone well, you know, would do that in a church. Like that's yeah, you know, I've never that's the first time I've seen that, you know. Mm. Well, this is the first time I've ever seen uh, someone best man say that because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true that right. was winning. Because I know if you, if you do that in Samoa, man, oh, right. I think the whole village is gonna give you hiding. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So when I was looking at it on on um, what's it called on Twitter, and people were trying to put his face over Jacinda's, and they're doing the the supposedly Ifonga over the top of of Jerome. Like that's oh, the yeah. only way you can fix it. But it's like, if you think about it, that's not the way you fix it, because it has to be outside the house, eh? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that one in town hall was a public one, but even that's not seen as a proper one, because she's sitting on the chair. I was like, no, they don't do that. They go and stand in front of the house, and they fully <laughs> knelt down and covered, you know, until they pardon, you know, whatever. But that's probably what they told Jacinda. You know, we've got to do it outside the city hall. you got to sit on the ground. Now I'm not going to do that. We'll do it inside, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, um, what's his name? The minister saw Peter was saying, no, this is not a full-on Ifunga. It's something else. I forgot the name. But you're drawing me. Just yeah. I don't think he's going to get picked for New South um, Wales next year. Oh, there's nothing. Like, I didn't agree with him apologizing. You know, I know he, it's good he owned up, but why? Why yeah. own up in a way where, hey, I said that, so what? You know, oh, why yeah, did they yeah. apologize? I mean, who was he apologizing to? Why he had to apologize to the whole world? Like that's yeah, that's the two one, people we the, need to yeah, yeah exactly the, exactly yeah. like yeah. the people at the wedding like Brian Sorrell's family yeah or <laughs> the five hour and all that but I don't know why he had to make a big story and apologize to the world you know it's got it's not nothing to do with rugby league you know it's like private the games are finished this is off field you know <laughs> you don't put that life in the public eye yeah, like that, you know. Yeah. But then again, you know, with social media, bro. Surprising how many fucking videos, bro. Yeah, like straight up, man. Yeah, like I saw the stitch up, and it might have been like a minute max. Within two hours, the whole video <laughs> was out. Yeah, then you jump on YouTube, fucking this whole reception was on, it. and then you yeah. get to the other thing. They got the entrances, so people were obviously there recording, it, man, mm. and like so many production companies were like just sharing their videos of it. I I saw I noticed when I went on jumped on my TikTok. That was the trending, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the speech, uh, the the entrances too. Mm. You know, yeah. you know, when you were looking at the two different opinions when you went on social media, what was the the most common one? Um, the um, <coughs> the most oh fuck, it. I was sort because of, I was sort of reading it, not trying to let it sway the way I thought about it. Was it against them or yeah, yeah, it was full on against them, man. Mm. Like them saying like, oh, stupid, like he's like un uncultured yeah. and he needs to do better. But it's like, hey, at the end of the day, that doesn't fucking make him less someone. Like, he's yeah. fucking one of us. Yeah. Like, don't fucking do the, oh, you know, he needs to do this, he needs to do that. Fuck, worry about what's happening in your own house. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's it does not someone. affect the way you fucking live and breathe and go see your family, right? Yeah. It's his fuck up. It's his fuck up. Like, he, he already owned it. He's already apologized for it. But it's like, at the time he was doing that, it's just, <laughs> fuck, that's not the time to be talking <laughs> like that. Well, Simply, yeah. What was fucking funny too was when you were saying all the pissy, all the pissy. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I, yeah, I felt sorry for him. But it's like, see, man, I'm all in or grub. What was that fucking grub? Shut your mouth. Can't look face again, my little man. Yeah, forgot about that. How are you saying it wrong? Yeah. <laughs> 
But man, what a way to remember the wedding, now. Nah. But see, that's yeah. what I mean. I was like, bro, now that that wedding's gonna have be tainted because of that speech. Yeah, that speech. Hey. It should be a special day. Because like, I I don't I don't agree that like yeah, it was probably not the time and place. But it was like, bro, we as like Pacifica and Samoans should not give him a pass. You know what I mean? Like he's already owned it, but let's not do the fuck. Bro, the chuck the someone like he doesn't make him any less someone because yeah. he's still someone. But it's more the um the thing that I was cracking up was like as soon as the tongue I started jumping on, I was like, <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> come out of here. Oh, oh. He didn't make the quarters, eh? Relax, relax. <laughs> That's the thing that was pissing me off on Twitter. The thing I thought about with people saying that, like on social media, was like there's been other moments of other people that they've said that to, like Scribe when he did his dance after he did his uh. After he got his um tattoo, mm. oh was, yeah, yeah, his belt. Yeah, he was supposed to do a Sifu Samo, but he did something else, and everyone got everyone got angry at him, and you oh. know he can't do that, like you know that sort of thing, or or the Rock, you know people tease the Rock for not yeah, being yeah, yeah. Samo, yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> like, not knowing that, like that sort of that kind of like stupid, eh? Like it's like man, like we we are the most hardest commodity of freaking Angamu in the world. It's <laughs> like bro, this guy. People like seem to forget. Like, what? What did you do for the rugby league world cup? Yeah, yeah. Like, that guy did it. He's mm. still one of us, man. We can't. Yeah, it's not the soon now in blood. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be uh, invited to any weddings. <laughs> straight up, bro. That's what I was. That that was my like full stop take. It was like, man, if anyone like any of my family had done a speech like that, it'd be like, bro, this is the last family event this guy's coming to <laughs> until he can freaking get his shit together and go, bro, you know, bro, you eat last, like, you know, because fuck, that would have been. Cause you don't, you can't give him a pass on it. Like, at least he acknowledged, oh yeah, but that's wrong. <laughs> like, oh, did I just say he had a smelly ass? Damn. <laughs> yeah, that thing I noticed was that he said they only knew Brian for six years. Hey, so mm. they never grew up together. Seven day ones now. It was Jerome and Nathan. They, they yeah. were, they grew up together. Mm. Fuck, what a crack up, man. <laughs> and he gave him the best man. Oh, bro. But we don't know. We don't know what you know. I just want to play um, this other speech that oh. I found on social media. <laughs> is it the Sunny Jim one? Yeah. yeah, I saw that one too, bro. That's funny. Yo, yo, can I get a here? Yo, 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 yo. Bro. 
So see, that was the funniest skit, man. Do you see? Do you see when he goes? Um, he like when he had the mic and he goes, "Oh no, oh no, no!" <laughs> like you see that he was seeing it. I'm like, that's yeah, that's that moment, bro. Man, this guy, man, he's he's had a hard year, eh? Off the field, eh? <laughs> <laughs> this even, is just even, the on the, even on the field, remember he lost the State of Origin series, <laughs> and <laughs> he played the best in the final ball. <laughs> yeah. But there's his off-field antics, like his uh, his his partying or well, his celebrating. Hey, eh? they were angry yeah. at the way he was celebrating. But does it just highlight how much of a grumpy he is? <laughs> nah, man, he's the man. <laughs> memory Lane. What's oh. a Memory Lane? You have one? No. Oh yeah, I do. Um, I, I was gonna have a question. I was gonna ask because you know, um, let's was you're talking about um the kids' awards and that, <laughs> um. See, because, you know, and you're saying, like, um, how the intermediates change, you know, um, and it's good what they're doing now. Yeah. You know, it makes me think I wish they had that back in our days. Um, well, so that, that's what brings me up to memory lane. So what's your, because I think we all went to the same intermediate, but different, you know, different years. What's your, um, what's your fondest memory of you back in Henderson Intermediate? Ooh. I remember lunchtime sport. Oh yeah, playing uh, softball because we won. I think we we're the, one of the top school, top classes. <laughs> oh yeah, is it the interclass sport? Yeah, it was lunchtime. Yeah, lunchtime sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We just when the classes play each other. Eh? Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> what class were you in? Room nineteen. Nineteen. Because the school's changed heaps. Eh? Yeah, it's changed heaps, heaps. I was in uh, Mr. Bachelor's class. You were eighteen, eh? Yeah. We had the man, we had the Ulovale. Do you remember Pama? Yeah, um, Ken's older brother. So we had him, Anthony Adams. I don't know. Oh, he's way, yeah. So he was in there. Man, we had a. But was he any good at basketball, though? No, nah, I think we were all like rugby. We like rugby back then. Yeah, but uh, so my fondest memory of Innocence Immediate was. um. So I got run over. <laughs> yeah, I got. I, I, there was a time I got run over, and then um, I heard from our friend, the friends from school, saying, "Bro, they announced at the assembly, you know, to make sure when you cross the road, to you know, look, look left and look right." Yeah. So I got run over out of the, outside in front of my house. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, because because we used to catch the bus back then. So um, normally people will go, when you get off the bus, you go at the back and then, you know, cross the road or whatever. But I thought I, I, thought I was a hero, bus stopped, and then I walked around the front, you know. And like like normally you'd look that way because cars are coming <laughs> that way. But I was looking over there. Like, and then, Who were you looking at? It was, <laughs> I don't know. Sure. And then, oh, oh, yeah. And then apparently um, they announced it in the assembly that um, they didn't say who it was. But they, they were saying, <laughs> I um, could tell. Yeah. you limp. Yeah. No, I think everyone knew who it was, you know. And then um, I remember that because I think my um, that's when I had a little afro and I thought I was like, you know, kid and play or whatever back in those days. And then um, I came to school with a baldy because my dad, my dad was person man <laughs> yeah that's my fondest memory and and it was cool because i remember man all the kids were like man you're good of you and yeah man i bumped that van off you know i was talking like shit but really i got i was flying in the fucking air bro did you go to hospital yeah i was in the hospital how man. long 
probably the weekend. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah, that's my fondest memory. <laughs> I have heaps, eh? Hey? I have heaps of intermediate. I'm just grateful, like, the intermediate's still legit. Yeah. Like, because my oldest, she went to Terry's, it's predominantly Balangi. Like, fucking 8% Pacifica. That's fuck oh. all numbers, eh? That's fuck all numbers. But yeah, because she went there, and now that my third oldest kid's there. So she's finishing up this year, and then my youngest starts there next year. Oh. But like what I remember about him, you know, we were we were um, trailblazers, man, because hey. we were like the first league team and rugby team to make the final, the Western Zone final, oh, and we wow. won the Western Zone final, the rugby. Yeah, yeah, and if we had we had a lot of like basketball rep players too back in that oh, time, man. and yeah, we did all right athletics. Yeah, but probably my fondest memory of intermediate was probably um, camp. Yeah, man, I don't know why I thought I was hot shit. Eh? Like, you know, you know, you got a big head, eh? You're just wearing your older brothers and sisters' clothes and shit. But I remember getting told, told off from the teacher because I was, I was late. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's probably why my finger time management's always been legit, Because, eh? like, fuck, he said, <coughs> for every minute that you're not here and you make every other child wait, you add that up, that's how many minutes you're wasted to come, to come and wait, make everyone wait on you. Well, I was the last, that's the last day I was ever late, man. Oh, and shit. then I remember they go, oh, is when I make an announcement. Oh, let's just be here on time. <laughs> Ever since he got told off, oh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I was like, the last time I ever made anyone wait, I was like, fuck, with someone gets like eight o'clock, bro. I'm there like ten to. But yeah, that was my fondest memory of camp because it was at camp. You know, camp was supposed to be fun. Yeah. But then in front of all the kids, they went to camp. I got told off. Oh. And, my, and this is my he was like my league coach, rugby coach, my my Bill McLaren coach. So like he made an example of me, but fuck that stuck. Here. I was like. Who's who's the teacher? Um, some guy, Glenn Glenn Harold. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you know, because he was my kid. I was like, come oh, on, we'll go to the next minute. He goes, lady, comes out of here. Oh. <laughs> like in front of the whole camp, I was like, fuck. But I wasn't gonna bad mouth him or anything. I just stood there and listened, looked at him. I was like, bro, this shit's sinking, bro. It's the last <laughs> time I want to be up here getting told off. Did you have detention? Did you ever have detention back then? Yeah, outside the office there was that little square pavement and the chair. You had to go sit there. Oh, bruh. I remember because I was always on detention. We used to do, um, it was Mr. Clap Corey. He used to do, um, it was like for Zed. Like we had to run bare feet on the concrete for like uh, about 40 minutes. Oh, damn. Yeah, man. I hated that. You know, I do that now. Eh? <laughs> right. Teachers get in trouble now. <laughs> Yeah, now now that I think about it, I should have just wagged all of the detentions. You know, never went and showed. Um, yeah, there's that's oh yeah, that's my memory lane topic. <laughs> oh, sweet man, oh, lady, you bring up one on the on the page about a baby parents and a baby. There's a life and death situation for a child. If she doesn't get, if the child doesn't get this blood, they'll potentially um, die. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Phil for posting that on our page. Yeah, I read a bit of the article and it's pretty ugly. Eh? The situation is pretty ugly um, because the parents didn't want um, babies' blood transfusions from vaccines um, bloody. And I think the hospital saw that as a, um, it's almost like what, uh, a fail as a parent to supply the necessity of life, is it? It'd be something along those lines. And so the hospital did an overnight like hearing and then they've managed to, put the operation to ha- they've made it happen on the terms that when the parents if they don't agree to this because the baby needs it that they can then appoint 
two guardians from the hospital to be baby's legal guardians while she's having the operation. Oh, wow. And then they said, in, um, they obviously got the police to step in. And then, yeah, they came and handed the parents the, um, the notice because baby was due to have an operation like early hours of the morning. And yeah, so it was all over Twitter. And they showed the, the video of the police sitting down talking with the parents. And then it escalated like real quickly. And it escalated oh. to the point that the dad was going off at them, calling them criminals for coming intercepting, you know, taking baby like. Yeah, as a parent, like that was hard to see because hearing her cry, like, you know, that's yeah. my baby. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, um, yeah, like these parents had obviously blood donors who weren't vexed, ready to offer their blood, but then the hospital didn't see it that way. They might have thought, okay, now nah, there's a whole lot of screening that needs to happen, which is probably a bullshit. Because when people give blood, they're not asking these questions. They just, you know, they'll yeah. filter that and they'll match it and they'll know what blood type that is. So all of this was just, you know, them, them as parents failing to do what was right. Hmm. But then who who gave the hospital that right? Because baby obviously needed it, but to sort of like, Make your parents make the parents look like they weren't, you know, doing the right thing. Yeah, because there's no testing on that vaccine blood, right? Especially for a, a, a toddler. My first look on it was like, well, and I hate that I actually fought like this, bro. But it was like, what's been happening to Pacifica and Maori kids for years? You know, the orang and Tamariki and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like even the unborn babies, you know, and then orang and Tamariki stepped in, and then they brought cases against these kids. Against these parents saying that they're not fit to be parents. So this here is nothing new. It's just that it's, you know, we're now we're part of the social media, you know, loom of articles that can happen, like they take place. And this family's obviously suffered because of a decision that they should have, you know. And they actually had the hospital listen to their case. We don't want our daughter to be, you know, flooded yeah. with vaccinated blood. Yeah. So... I should make shout out to um to Karamia because she went in the, the she went in the, well, she, the comments and said yeah. that there are blood out there unvaccinated blood. Mm. So is it a case where the hospital doesn't want to use it? They have their they've got their hands on it, but they don't want to use it because it's like for them like a moral thing for you know for COVID and all that shit. That I mean that's be the narrative for the. For yeah. the government, for and, the government and society yeah. now that everyone needs to be vaccinated. Yeah, you know? are they gonna just are they just not not gonna touch any unvaccinated blood even though they they've got some just mm. because of their fact that society's gone the way of being vaccinated. Yeah, you know which is sad. But if it was your if it was your kid, I was what would you do? If if it was my child, um, I think I already stabbed the little leos. <laughs> I'm already doing a lag for stabbing the little. I I think anything to keep my baby alive, you know, um, vaccinated, non-vaccinated, like yeah, it's sort of sad that it had to get to that point, you know. But I think the baby's well-being should be the utmost part, you know, the first priority over everything. But I think those parents would have seen, like, you know how I mentioned that um, Pfizer was really on the news and in the high court. And, like, when there were healthy teens in Auckland passing away because of the vaccine. So that was proven, right? Mm. Because Pfizer 
came out and said, yeah, they didn't do enough testing. That was just simply put together because of the data that they had of like flu vaccine that was similar. That That's how they came up with that vaccine that they came out with, the COVID-19 one. So I can understand the fear in those parents, like, nah, because no, it hasn't been tested, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, because of, I think it was a heart transplant or something like that. Oh, man. It's such a young age, too, yeah. to go through that. And getting the police involved, well, well, because like the hospital, they overturned the decision to make it happen, but then for them to say they're gonna appoint two hospital staff to do it, and they're all gonna act on any decisions on behalf of the parents, like that's fucked up. Yeah, that's major fucked up. What if the dad was saying, okay, she's a forty percent chance of passing away, but they're gonna have to act. What would the parents would have been? Well, do what you need to, but then where did those people get off what if she, the baby had passed away yeah and turn around and say oh look it didn't work yeah this is a tricky one I think just um, thank god that we're not in that situation <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank god man damn that's a hard yeah. one for those parents who's going through that you know but yeah man um, that's making me hungry so any food reviews any food reviews yeah I got one um, <laughs> change the topic um so I went to um so after my challenge on Monday, uh my last final way in on Monday, um on on Monday night, um I got shouted out to this place um Baccarat. It's out in um uh Stoddart Road in Mount Roscoe, thirty eight dollars or you can eat seafood. <laughs> <laughs> or you can eat seafood. Um Shit. What kind of seafood? No nah, um What have they got? They got stairs. Oh, so with me and my how I eat, like if there's something particular that I just and it's oh you need uh, yeah I'm there <laughs> and it's um you know like cause I went straight to the salmon, you know oh man I loaded up my salmon how they cook it oh it's uh, like a, oh, a hot pot so there's a, a stove like a little mini stove in front of you mm. and um they get a pot and then they haft it they are oh, like so one for your whoever you're having dinner with and the other half for you know you yourself. Um, so I've, I threw in, uh, and the chicken too. There's chicken there. Um, what was so cool, what was cool about it is that they had like um, the two liter like drinks, you know, Coke, Fanta, Lyft, you know, um, you know, all of that. You can go and grab one and then put it on your table, you know, with your cups and that, you know, and that's and that's all you can, you know, drink. It's all part of the part of the deal. Thirty eight dollars, and then um, or you can eat ice cream too. Um, so yeah, um, I had probably like four or five plates. Okay, I just went for gold, man. I had maybe three dessert bowls. Yeah, it was. In, How'd you find out about it? Oh, uh, so like, um, I googled uh, a buffet, you know, and then, <laughs> and then that, and then, um, <laughs> but then there was nothing. But there was nothing. Oh, it was only um, Gangnam, but I don't, you know. I don't want to go to Gangnam. Yeah, and fuck then, that shit. So we went to, um, it was either that, or there was another place we were going to go to, but we decided to go to that one. Um, it's called Baccarat on Stoddart Road. Man, $38, all you can eat. They had, um, you know, mussels, raw fish. They had this, like, nice garlic bread, too. Damn. Yeah, it was... It was Did they have any, like, lobster or anything like that? Crab? 
Oh yeah, all of that's there. Hey. But I just saw the because I love salmon. Yeah, man, I just yeah, I was, um, and they got like uh, fries, you know, uh, fried chicken, um, and then there's they had like all these other sort of chickens as well. You didn't do a video. No, yeah, I didn't. I did. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah, oh, sweet. Just the video will be in the in the link below, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's photos. We can put the photos up there too. Yeah, it was it was really nice because if you go, like, say, you know, if you get a Gangnam, right, you got to pay. It's thirty five dollars, but uh, you got to pay ten dollars for a jug, you know. And the and the um, they only have like slices of little, you know, little slices of cake and ice cream. There, you can go grab a, a big drink bottle, put it on your table, and you just get ice. It was really nice, and it was quiet too. The time we went. What's the um the building? Is it like the car park in front and stuff like that? On uh, the cup, heaps of space in the car park. Um, in the front entrance, like there's a massive smoking area. It was mainly um there was only two. There was all Asian people, but it was uh, me and my friend, and there was a an Tongan group here, like a Tongan family there. Yeah, but everyone else was Asian, like yeah. it was, and it was quiet. Too. Is it a big dining area? Yeah, mm. I'll put yeah, I'll put up the photos on our page. Um, but no, yeah, this this we went thirty eight dollars. I reckon it's worth the money. Damn, thirty eight dollars sounds good, man. But you know, with all the listeners we got, the price is gonna go up. <laughs> <laughs> price might be going up in the next few weeks. <laughs> thirty eight dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I did going out today for. $30, oh. $32. Well, what, did, what did you make, Blitz? Um, a pork chop suey and a um, mm. chicken chicken um, sweet potato curry. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's so much good, man. So I took two ulos like this, right? Yeah. Went to the Kongai today. It's all gone, mate. It's all gone. <laughs> yeah, and then my wife baked some Afghans. Mm. Well, Afghans are up. The, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a person for like sweets and that, eh? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we took, she baked about 17 before we left. All gone. It's all gone. Oh, nice. But yeah, the, um, the the good thing about what we spent is that I got my daughter to go do it. So she did some um, pineapple pies. She did like a little bake sale. Oh. And then she, while she was out, I said, while you're there, because I told her get like a, a shoulder pork, you know. And then she shopped for it. And then I can get some um, vermicelli. The super sweet. Yeah, super sweet. And then yeah, she she ended up buying like an onion. Like, would it cost her thirty bucks? She says, "No, nah, I came to thirty two. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that wasn't in the budget to get an onion. Oh. She did some garlic. <laughs> but yeah, it came out good. Eh? Like, I can't forget what the the blocks are called, but they're like little um squares of like beef beef stock that you can buy. I forgot what they're called, but yeah, I dropped that into the the pork when you pre cooking it. あ、やっぱりあの、ポークね。ああ、ね、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、
going to the right pecking table and buying the right pieces to buy. Yeah. Because Keita's a good man. He was having any fat on the shoulder. So I was like, fuck, there's heaps of meat. There's <laughs> heaps of meat in there. Because, you know, like, you know these chop suey, like when you get the socials, then that's just one piece every two scoops. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, bro. It was like, it should be like 11 pieces in your first <laughs> scoop. It was like that. So I was like, oh, shock Keita, the well. He's like, yeah. I was trying to find the less fatty ones, you know. Like, Don't worry, man. I'll have a sawdust for the barbecue. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a few review. Um, Francesca's Pizzeria in uh, Point Shiv. So if you go down, if you go up to Point Shiv and turn the left, if you go up the hill towards Point Shiv and turn the left towards uh, Point Shiv Beach. Yeah. But before you get to Miola Road, there's the last there's the last two shops like opposite each other. It's on the left. It's on the right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a pizza yeah. shop. Pizza shop there. Yeah. It's a standalone shop, hey. There's not. It's not yeah, another shop with Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Pizza's there, bro. Honest to God, juicy, hey. juicy man, juicy, Ooh. juicy. So it's twenty-seven dollars for a pizza, a large pizza. And um, yeah, we've got the um, my favorite is the pork one, the pork sausage one. So you get pork sausage one. The other one I had was the salami one, and then the Hawaiian. So I'm a big fan of uh, Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, but. I think because last time I went there, I wanted to see how how he makes it because it's all in the in the in the pizza oven. It's wood fired, right? But but he puts he he only cooks the the base the tomato sauce, and that's it. And he puts the ingredients after it comes out of the oven. But oh. it, it's so hot that it just melts just right, so you still get the flavors of like the it's been cooked in there. Yeah, so he he puts the block of cheese on top, and you can see it like melting, like but it's melted just right that it's juicy. Like the pineapples are thrown on after cold, but then when you start eating it, it's like it's warm, but you still get the juices from the pineapple. Not like it's like yeah. cooked, baked, and like and then dried out. Yeah, like you get at Domino's and and pizza and all that. Yeah, but he does that for all the toppings, like the salami. Oh, nice. He cooks the um the pork because you have to cook the pork, but all the other toppings that come on comes on afterwards, which is different. But it makes sense because he just he don't want to overcook. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. want to undercook. It's just, just right, eh? Mm. Yeah. Bro, he made me hungry, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. If I had shit. a spare $100, we were going right there. <laughs> now. I'm just, bro, I don't want to eat that microphone. I don't want to eat the microphone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, calm down, man. calm down. Shit. Yeah, but, man, this segment was dangerous. Um. <laughs> <laughs> shop boys, right. shop boys. There was another thing we posted on um, on the MTR the Clip Facebook page. It was Memorial Way on uh, in Glen Eden. Oh, yeah, Pitono's, um yeah. 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 So what's that all about? So some lady, so a lot of his boys had, you know, that didn't go over and see him. They obviously went to his last spot where he had lost his life. And they had a place like um, Vailima Bottles, eh? Yeah. And like bottles of like liquor. And like they even hung like a white vest and like red bandanas, someone um, apparel, and uh, flags and stuff. And then it was probably Wednesday or Thursday, man. Some lady had gone and coloured all the fungus and started drinking it. I think she was wearing the vest. Too. She was wearing the vest, man. Uh, like wow. But yeah. do we give her a pass? Like was she all down? Like was she stupid or was she? Yeah, that if she's like if there's something like. You know, and she's not over there, sort of thing. Um, yeah, because there's a lot of people that roam, you know, the mm. streets like that, you know. Uh, 
She could be homeless, but still, yeah. It's not a good look, eh? It's not a good look. No. But but my take on it was like, I know it's a memorial on that, but you know I get it when you put alcohol and beer at the cemetery. You know, but at a public place, like in the middle of the shops, where people can just yeah. there's heaps of homeless people that that roam around there yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Know? So if she was part of them or not, and we don't know, eh? No, no. Well, assuming she was, though, it, it's like that's where you can sort of be like, oh god, god love why. Yeah. You know. But yeah, but it is disrespectful, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like um, you know um on. You know, people's uh, in the the uh, like a committee people leave beers and that on you know the headstones and that. Oh, that would be a hundred percent worse. Yeah. Imagine people going. Oh fuck. Yeah, and see, and 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 I saw. I think there was a time I drove past through heaps of like salmon flags, and you know, it's you know, I'm just great. You know, you know, grateful no one um you know took those flags. You know, it'll be sort of it'll be sad. Just don't let um, also kiss the floor go over there and <laughs> start doing the video in front of the flags. <laughs> Shall we take one out of the box? Oh, zero's bunks. Man, shout out to the girls from Off the Cassie Scoop, man. <laughs> Whoa, uh, so what happened, right? So we're still waiting. <laughs> but you know what it is, eh? You know, life gets in the way. You know, priorities come first. Yeah, you know. Still waiting for an episode. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> he's on holiday. <laughs> okay, so this question from the Zarius box is: If you were the Prime Minister of New Zealand, what is one rule you would like to change? So, if you were the NZPM, what is one rule you would like to change? One rule. <laughs> I already got thousands. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got heaps. I got one like off the bat of like off the brain. Off the cuff, um, to, like uh, to house the homeless people, like there's tons around, you know, or like you can tell like who's really homeless, you know, and then you can tell who's got a house, and then they just come and sit, you know, because I know there's like I know there's a guy that lives. I mean, I've yeah, I know he lives on Pooks Road, but he comes to the dairy, and he sits outside the dairy, and he you know. Um, with the sign, but he's smoking, you know. Like I, I just, yeah. There's just something to do with the the home. I know there's the mission and all that. Um, yeah, but just yeah, something to do with the housing the homeless people. Like, why you on that? Like that, Jan. Like, um, you know, I'll be honest. Like when I was at school, like when I talk about the struggle of being at school and like you know, I've been like like big daddy fat sexes done. Like little skits where like you you go and buy a pie from the from the tuck shop, and you got color and there's like all these vultures that just kiss a pie, <laughs> and they will grab their hands eh? they just grab your pie. By the time you get to your turn to have something like <laughs> the little crust left, right? So like as an adult now, and like my and like I've heard people say talk about their identity, eh? like especially guys that come from the islands and then they come here. Like when I thought about it at school, guys used to like be like vultures, man. They'd stand at the tuck shop eh? and. Any person like, oh, got, got 10 cents. Yeah. You got a dollar. And like, they got full on uniforms, right? And some of them shoes won't be regulation uniform. Like, now that I'm older and I think about it now, right? When people are struggling or they need money, like, it's hard to ask for help, you know? 
Say now yeah. that I think about these guys back at school, because we all struggled, man. Yeah. You know, a lot of us should be like, fuck, don't eat, bring your lunch, can't. You know? Yeah. When I think about these guys, they used to stand at the tuck shop to stand there every day and ask, oh, you got 10 cents or you got 50 cents? Like, it would not be an easy, eh? Like, there's got to be some sort of, like, sort of thing in your head that makes you that not mad to ask. Yeah. But when I think about it now as an adult, it was like, man, you know, a lot of adults, they struggle to do that, just ask for, like, five, ten cents. Yeah. So a lot of us was like, oh, it's got ten cents if I love my bus fare. And then you see the guys at the shop eating it. <laughs> you fucking panic. I'm not giving you any more money. But these other guys, they used to stand there at the shop, and every guy they came, oh, bro, you got ten cents, you got ten cents. They're doing, like, the window washing styles, you know? Yeah. Probably had enough to buy, like, a packet of smokes and bus fare and a feed. But like when I think about it, it's like, bro, it was big of them to be able to do it you know, every yeah. day. Especially because it was hard at school, man, trying to get by just to eat. Yeah. Especially from getting from Manoi to Hamilton and back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. Thinking about that, is like, oh, is that the solution or is it the, other, is it the back end? Why, yeah. why are these people homeless? Why are yeah. people homeless in the first place? Like, we can easily Decisions. give them, giving them a house is like putting a band-aid on a... They, yeah. they, they need they need more, they need the operation and just putting a bandaid on it, you know so yeah the, there's heaps because if you think about it, back in the days there wasn't this many homeless people yeah you know, nah, at there's, all, heaps you know? Now. there's heaps now and you just you, you know you sort of know why because you know prices going up yeah house prices in there are like skyrocketing you know the everything just goes up man it gets harder and harder and harder don't know if it's the population or we just slow to cater for the population or how to make things easier for people yeah there's there's a whole back end to the whole whole problem yeah that needs to be solved so maybe it's like i don't know free education or free public transport you know oh, yeah, those sort of like things that. to start with you know yeah yeah free education is like the one thing i would push like free education and and and, and that um free education should be freelancers yeah like i've always believed like like even for myself like my oldest now that my third daughter's at, at um, Henderson and they're part of that free lunches scheme, whereas my daughter at primary, that school's so rich, it's like they don't fall under that bracket. But like just not worrying about lunches, massive relief yeah. enough, man. And a lot like, of you more know, kids will come to school and yeah, then We have two incomes, but it's like, man, you don't have to worry about morning tea and lunch. Yeah. The, the kids will get fed at school. Like even my boys at Massey, he gets fed as well, you know. And they get hot meals as well. Oh, nice. And like, it's a big change, eh? Yeah. But like, the saddest part about that is like, shit, that was been around for a few years and it's only just come out west, whereas they, they had that out tough quite a while ago, you know? Oh, okay. So now you have free education, man, because like, I look at it now, my daughter's going into her second year next year and she's not entitled to any subsidies or funding or like student allowance, you know? Which is ratchet, eh? You know? Because they reckon, oh, because she said that, oh, because we earn too much, so we can't. And then oh. on top of all our other bills and land yeah. rates and water and more, that, that bullshit is like, fuck. Man. So, like, even, even I try to just go get these Maori scholarships. <laughs> so said, even if she applied for that, she wouldn't be entitled to one. Mm-hmm. So, we have all these school shortages eh, and all these, but they don't want to allow these kids to go for their sort of jobs. So it's it's mind blowing, man. Yeah. So is that your one? Free education? Free education, yeah, along with free lunches. Yeah, I think I think all our all our suggestions for what we can do if we we're Prime Minister is to fix that homeless problem. Fix f- f- fix poverty in, in New Zealand. You know, we can do that by free education, free healthcare, free public transport. Things that you need, like free public services, I think. Yeah. Because like these are things you don't need to worry about. If you don't need to worry about these things, you can concentrate on other things. 
Yeah. Huh. If you don't have to worry about food, if you don't have to worry about your health, if you don't have to worry about getting to A to B, man, that is fucking 60% of your <laughs> stress, yeah, stress is gone, man. You know? Like living wage was bought in, like living wage is supposedly a little bit higher than the minimum wage, right? And the minimum wage is at $23 now. And minimum, um, the living wage was bought in like for families who have fight love, love it, and they might have un- unexpected like bills. But like with the fucking price of rent now, and it's not enough. Like you literally can't get by. It's like real hard. Added the the cost of gas, for everyone's got to get around somehow. But you're right, man. If it was free public transport, and like the doctors were free, fuck, life would be easier, a lot easier. And there'd probably be a lot less homeless as well. But the free education is a big one because it, it's catering for the new generation yeah. to go through school, to love it, to do something they want to be when they grow up. Like it's a more um, chance for them to be what they want to be when they grow up. Mm. You know? Because yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of things in our life <coughs> that we can see. Like we've been through two lockdowns. Yeah. We've seen the Tosa and more make it to the rugby league world final. But it's like it needs to be more things like where we can see less homeless. Because, you know, you drive through Hennessy and you see the same guys yeah. slipped in the same doorways. You see the same beggars out in Randway, still begging. It's funny, it's funny, changing, you, eh? funny you said something about the house prices, the rent going, going up. Because the law is changing with the whole insulation thing. Now, I think this year, I think it's already has or next year. The insulation, like, with insulation, there's there's different types. There's, there's different levels. Mm-hmm. Like, if you buy pink bats... And get an R one point two or R two point two or whatever it is. So now they change the law; they have to go higher, so it's more expensive for for new homes, which is gonna put put the price up. Oh, and the house. yeah, for the house. So, so that means the rent's gonna go up, and it's the greens that are, are pushing this because it's all about climate change. You need to gear up our houses, future houses for for climate change. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, all the prices of houses go up, the rent's going up. We're gonna get the old Tim, Tim on here, or even Vin on here to talk about the, the price of, the interest rates. Because I try to have a yarn with, with the boys today. Because I was telling them, bro, it's, when it comes, it's fucking gonna kill us. It's it's gonna be so hard to try and get by. Because if you're on a floating interest rate for your home loan, you're fucking unpredictable. Like you can go from paying like six hundred dollars this week to get to a floating interest rate. It fucking might be almost double that. Mm. Just because the interest rates not fixed. I mean, um, it's gonna be fucked for that for. Even people with their rent as well, because if you, because on I read on the paper that the National Party wants to up the um, retirement age, to 67, yeah. I mean. 67, and what they said sort of makes sense because if you're 65 and you retire now and you, and you, and you're renting, that's most of your your pension gone on on the rent. On the rent, yeah. Unless you get out your your Kiwi saver, but that's not gonna that's only gonna last you the next ten years or so. Mm. Hmm. And you and and then you got your pension. Which will go on your rent, so it's better to actually own your own house. But with the interest rates as well, that, that's gonna fuck you up even yeah. <laughs> as well. So, yeah, sixty-five. You know, we're gearing up for six. If we're, if if we're the working class, you know, we work to sixty-five, then we retire. But it might be that we need to work, still work to save some money again. You know, because it's yeah. not enough. Our pension won't be enough. Yeah. Um. Shout out to all those that are, you know. 65 plus still grinding still working hard a lot of that is because they love the job eh? don't want to stay home yeah. do nothing eh? yeah. it's routine yeah once they step out of a routine it's 
Get lazy. Yeah. Start, you know. Oh, good question. Good question. That's a heavy question. Yeah. Who are these serious people on Instagram? Shucks. <laughs> man, go get a haircut from your barber, man. Fire up. Fair book of the week, guys. That's the um the dude who goes into the cell phone shop, eh? Yeah. You go buy a case. <laughs> Is that New Zealand? Looks like it's overseas. Bro, everyone on Twitter was like, bro, this is what happens when you shop out west, you gotta come out south and learn how to do it. Oh, it's from uh, South Auckland? Nah, it's a westy. They reckon it's a West Auckland shop or a North Shore shop. Oh. Well, it's a white guy. Well, it's a white guy. There yeah. you go. <laughs> and like, again, hey, like what I said about the dairy, is trying to pick on the gears now. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, the, the video is, there's like a video camera inside the store. It's like a phone store, like yeah, yeah, parallel yeah. imports kind of. Mm. They sell phone equipment, like um, phone covers and all that shit. And um, so there's there's a camera behind the counter just looking down. And you see the shopkeeper is an Indian guy and a white bowling guy with a, with a hoodie w- walking in to buy a case. And then um, he sort of snatches the case and runs for the door that's directly behind him. But the door is locked and he can't open the door. And then he he, he figures out that he can't. He can't escape, so he's shamed by this point and he walks slowly back to the counter to give the give the case back that he stole. Do you know what happens to him? No. You don't know. See the man. comments that I saw was like the shopkeeper has like feels sorry for him. Oh let him go. He let him go. Oh yeah. man. He's like showing a lot of empathy for him, like, Go man. The Lord still loves you. Yeah. <laughs> well at least get the police involved, you know? Um because then what can detour, detour that kid from doing it again to another yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. place? I think he's, he's lucky, man, because all the shop owners, straight after, their, yeah, after um, that yeah. guy that got killed, they're on their guard, man, eh? We're ready for battle. But, yeah, you, man. but it shows the times, man. <coughs> shows the times, man. Like, it's just funny that he, like, the way he tries to run. <laughs> Yeah, that's like double Parking stupid, my that's parking stupid right there. It's the handing it back to him. <laughs> and oh then he goes, Oh <laughs> Man, you know what? I was thinking the other day about this um short movie I had in my mind. And the this is the movie, right? That there's, there's gonna be like a um uh uh what's it called? The is it gonna be a raid, right? So is that night? Is it dairy? And, and the car f- full of kids getting ready for, to ram raid, doing the plans in the car. And then they drive the car and rammed in the, um, rammed, rammed into the store, right? Then they get out trying to steal stuff from the store. Man, Sully Moore, if you're listening, ooh, spray, take notes, ooh, this could be the window, eh? But as they come out of the store, there's, there's a figure comes out of the shadows and he's got like two guns and he kills them one by one and he walks off. And then the shot is just them, those dead bodies on the ground and the police come. They don't know who did it. They don't know who did it, but man, and that and that's the end of my short film. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, you gotta get a hold of George and that man. Why you got some cartoons or some shit? Or even uh, Mike, what's his name? And Miguel, Winnie Paula. Yeah, you gotta yeah, reach yeah, out to Miguel, yeah. man. Put that on a cartoon. Well, what would you call your movie? <laughs> don't fuck to me. <laughs> but the Hollywood husband's our voice. <laughs> but don't see, fuck to me. I'll have like. Different um, Ram Raids Different episodes mm. And the last episode Maybe the fifth one This will be the name The This will be the kind of things That happens every episode Yeah, uh, yeah. A figure comes out of the shadows Kills the Ram Raiders And escapes And 
But it was going to be revealed he's an Indian shop owner wanting revenge. Me. Oh. Because <laughs> when you're talking about it, it reminded me of remember the liquor store shop, um, shop owner got shot in the shop. Yeah. Remember the, the theory of the liquor store and they shoot the inkia and then the little lils pull up or the ambulance is trying to get in but the little is like saying nah. But then the, 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 the guy who's in the shop with the li- in the liquor store with his mate, he's like yelling out like help, like someone help. Then all these people are walking into the liquor store trying to buy liquor and then they seen the guy shot up and stuff. And then those guys take off to a park and they start celebrating because they took off the till. Because they made a film about it. I think it's called Rewa. It's an old film but it's like on a real life event. True, yeah. Do you remember on social media on Facebook had or the, had the liquor store in um, Charong or somewhere, somewhere down the line, and they always has someone Robbing stealing it. or shoplifting the place. But it's like the same store. <laughs> it always comes on on Facebook. Yeah. What well, would you name your movie? I know we farm in. Revenge of the Dairy Owner or something. Revenge of the Dairy Owner. But I'm just saying, like, so many content out there. Like, there's not much to deal with what people think about. Yeah. Now I just made that example. I was thinking about that because this He's is something that this is something that people are angry about, right? Yeah. And that and some people want to do, you know. And if this if people that see it empowers these dairy owners, dairy owners in a way not to do what they <laughs> this guy's doing, but to think that you know we care, people care about it, you know. And for the Ram Raiders to think, nah, it's bad what we're doing because you know we don't oh, want to yeah, get, get killed point. or. It's not like they're going to get killed. It's just like, you know, people do care about, you know, there's consequences. There's do consequences. You, so do you reckon that there's a window here for Shortland Street to start <laughs> taking, like, making scripts of people dying during the ram raids? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Because then it's going to happen in three months' time. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> it's going to happen in three months' time. So do a movie now before someone takes your idea, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking to everything that's out there as content. Because there's always comedy. There's nothing like serious, too serious. And there's yeah. n- not much of it. I mean, when I was talking to um, uh, Diamond Langi about the movie content, like in America, they make movies out of anything. Any new story that happens that's on the news for for ages, they'll make a movie out of it the next week. Every little thing, you know? Like, it's it's all there. Like, But there's heaps of things, stuff that happens here in the background that no one knows. It comes on mm. the paper and then, mm. and that's it. But yeah, no, that, that's just my take. <laughs> this is my uh, little uh, imaginary movie. Shop I'd watch that. <laughs> who, who we have as the actors? <laughs> I'll probably interview some of the dairy owners around. Oh, Do you yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to have Boss, bro, from Custom. Oh. Everybody knows Boss. Was <laughs> he oh, needs generations. Was there, bro. Oh, wow. He's straight out of Custom, that guy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you got to have Boss on there. But that's one cool thing about Calston uh, um, Across the road is the bakery, bro. Just imagine if there was a bakery out of Whitech, bro. <laughs> oh, man. And you, there was a nice bakery, too. And we had Tom's. Yeah, had a walk to a dough. We had the ice cream at Tom's. Everyone got the ice cream. Yeah. And then Arena. Yeah. Oh, you, you went the other way. Yeah. You never went to Arena because you went up, up Universal. I mean, up uh, Swanson. Yeah. Nah. Mm. What was I gonna say? Um, oh shit! All right, boys. Um, we come down to uh, the last words for tonight. I'll start with you, Alex. Oh, just um, oh yeah, last words. Just um, yeah. Recently found out um, one of the authors that we grew up with um passed away. Uh, just the fig. Yeah, like I said, 
you know, don't if you're going through a rough patch in life, um, just yeah, reach out. Don't reach out to somebody. You know, um, there was a thing. Oh, sorry, yes, and there was another thing too. In my cousin's funeral, was that um, one of the speeches the Molly Moles was all of these things, nice things we're talking about. You know about tunnel, right? All these things, you know, you know, um, it's a shame that, you know, when he was alive, you know, he couldn't hear it. I mean, like, say if he was there, he couldn't hear it, you know. Um, so, I, I, yeah. I, it's good. Giving people flowers while they're alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, um, just reach out if you're going through a rough patch in life. Um, don't have too much pride. Don't be ashamed or whatever. Life's too short. Um yeah, life's too short to to not be happy. Yeah, I think that's the key. Eh? Don't have too much pride because pride is. I think pride is the number one reason. There, eh? or there's heaps of reasons, but I think pride is up there on the top of the reasons that people take their lives through depression. Like, and I think that's why because I'm, I'm always trying to figure out why why is talking about our feelings gonna help? You know, if we're not brought up like that, but yeah. it's something that's opposite what we were brought brought up. Yeah. And you know When when guys talk about Their feelings Talk about Their problems To other guys Even in a, a public space You know there's, there's a lot of like Mental health Podcasts out there That deal with that And guys get together And have a chat But About it But I think A lot of it Is to do Is bring down the pride yeah. If you can talk about Your vulnerability You're actually Putting your pride down to talk about and and if we're putting that pride down that's one of the major things pride is one of the major factors I think for suicide that if we can bring that down a bit it can help because the reason why people are not talking and going through depression is because of their pride oh. mm-hmm. yeah I never thought of that before until you said that yeah it's just yeah it's just it's a shame that um, people will post you know like um, you know he was such a good guy you know uh, you know it's just a shame that he wasn't here or they weren't here to hear it you know or see it yeah oh any last words let's oh uh, yeah i just wanted to like um just wanted to acknowledge all the the pacific appearance that were part of the um the terry moana um primary graduating graduation class of 2022 like um like i mentioned like seeing a moldy boy have a haka performed to him by his mum and then seeing a nana like you know acknowledge her granddaughter and give lolly lays you know what i love about what mr kaiser's allowed for all the parents and the especially the pacifica is to let us celebrate like that eh? like it might be fine to what the saying is in gears but like that's how we that's what makes pacific people unique is the acknowledging it, you know, that's them finishing this chapter of their life. Now it's intermediate. So we managed to do that with my other daughter at intermediate. And it was just cool, you know, it's just like acknowledging it. But like, I just wanted to close off like, um, you know, show support to your kids, no matter what it is. Mm. Even if it's a phone call or even if a, um, a little yarn, like when they get home. Like, let them know that you're proud. Because like, if they hear that from your mouth, that's obviously going to register somewhere because it's an achievement that your kids are always going to feel like, oh man, it's not going to be good enough. 
But for you to acknowledge that you being proud is, is something, it's it's enough to sit in them in their minds <coughs> to be like, man, I just heard that, you know. Because growing up as a kid, I never heard that. I yeah. never heard it. And like my daughter now, she's like throwing away, throwing around her weight about them winning aims and winning <laughs> like her winning the speech and stuff like that. But like, and I, and I tell her without giving her a big hit, it's like, oh yeah, you might be champion, but inside the house, you're still shh, do the dishes, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to like acknowledge like all the mums who hold it down, because like to be honest, I I never had the force to take my kids to school because it was hard, you know. Yeah. I didn't want to hear my kids, they don't go. I don't want to hear that. So I let my wife do it. But it's all the parents, like especially all the moms who hold it down for us, like trying to get the kids to school and stuff. Like we appreciate you guys, man. And life's hard without, you know, the family help and stuff like that. And then we all have our um our days where we might feel like, man, I'm not doing enough or my enough is not enough. Yeah. But in hindsight it's like, man, express the emotions and lighten the load on your mind because the more you can get it out, the easier you'll sleep. And that's the truth, you know? Yeah. Since anyone who's like, yeah, holding on to stuff, you know, they keep it to yourself, man. Like, you know, jump on a yarn, even if it's typed into a social media platform, that's enough to like lighten the, the load, you know? Reach out. Reach out. Charlotte's. Charlotte's. Shout out. Shout boys. Yeah, man. Thanks for another week of uh, at the Clip. Last episode. Last episode next week for, oh, yeah. for the year. Last episode, yeah. yeah so we relax yeah. and enjoy Christmas with the fans. Thanks to everyone for supporting and listening and giving us feedback. Like, yeah, man. Like I said, man, there's no one else out here in Auckland and the NZ <laughs> doing the work that our Kama Kams is doing, man. So I'm always uh, going to give our Kama flowers, bro. Because, bro, the fact that this guy saw more and waving that flag for West Auckland. <laughs> man, West, 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 proudy. West, West, proud. Shot, shot, skinny guy. You know, keep going on your challenges, <laughs> bro. Because someday it might, it might rub off on one of us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, back around your five is back next week. I've got two guests coming on tomorrow and on Thursday. I won't say their names because they might not show up. So, <laughs> just in case, just in case things things change. All the best, all the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. See you later. Let's get the fuck out of here. Fuck. <laughs>